I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in the Pacific Palisades. And I'm Scott Blakeman in Manhattan. One of the few things that I do as much now as I did before these times is walking. Even without a sophisticated Fitbit, my iPhone 11 tracks my daily walking mileage from anywhere from three to seven miles. And when I lived near the beach in Brooklyn, there were several nine-mile walks as well. And now that I'm back in Manhattan, I walk past those stately historic townhomes that line the side streets, the Upper East Side, between Lexington and Fifth Avenues. I proceed down the Grand Boulevard, the Museum Mile, the Fifth Avenue, before I enter Olmsted's gift to the citizens of New York and the world, the Central Park. The park hums with excitement as cyclists and runners zip by me, while others lounge luxuriously on the Great Lawn. Some days, I turn the opposite way from my building and head to a seaside marvel, the Carl Schurz Park and its promenade that winds its way around the East River, or as you pointed out on a previous episode, the East Tributary. Walking is a mode of travel that requires no money and no plan. You simply put one foot ahead of the other and just move forward. First of all, Scotty, bravo for going out and just walking and not taking a cab on this exact same route, all the while making the oceans rise. No, what you're doing is actually helping to lower the oceans. Imagine that, by taking a pleasant walk in the most walking-friendly city this side of London, Paris, or, well, Scotty, or Rome, uh, uh, also walkable, Florence, yeah. too, Florence, Italy. So, it's as though you're in any one of those cities, but in your own travel destination of New York, <laughs> I've heard from a friend who does business in Manhattan that it's dead, Scotty, but you're proving Manhattan is very much alive by your very walkingness on the street, jauntily tapping your way down the lonely, empty boulevards like the great Fred Astaire, but wearing a mask. Unless, Scotty, unless the sidewalk is filled with people and you dodge them artfully like a masked Gene Kelly. Well, they are indeed filled with people, and the silly city is certainly the far from dead. It is quite lively. And truly, Tommy, walking is the most powerful thing that we can do. We can go in any direction we choose at any moment. We can make a quick right, a sharp left, or simply stand in place. We could walk up and down the same street, the same area as I do on the promenade along that East River. We could walk as far as we like for as long as we like, even in areas like LA, which as you know, Tommy, few people walk. When I was there, I was hailed as a conquering hero, lauded for my walks from West L.A. to Beverly Hills or Encino to Studio City. Walks of a similar distance in Manhattan would barely raise an eyebrow, even for those who are able to raise an eyebrow, which I'm not really able to do. Now, as we now know, walking is very safe, even when you're amongst fellow walkers. And it's good for you, too, as the serial ads, serial ads proclaim. Now, getting the heart rate up and breathing fresh air, even through a mask, keeps your mind alert and your body in shape. <clears throat> Disclaimer, this should not be construed as an endorsement by the National Walking Association or its subsidiaries. And this reflects the opinion of this reporter and not necessarily the view of the staff and management of getting through this. Walking is the most powerful thing we can do. Scotty, I see your words engraved on the face of a great monument to the pedestrians of the world. The massive stone structure would, of course, feature giant, lifelike pedestrians from many lands. Walkers of all races, genders, and ages. 
each pedestrian as large and grand as the famed Statue of Liberty. Now, I would selfishly hope for the, such a monument to be located in my beloved Madison Square Park, but due to his, its immense size, it surely will have to be situated in a larger space, such as Central Park or possibly the Mall at Washington, D.C. Well, and there's a dark horse candidate for where to put that great pedestrian monument, and it's, get this, in front of the U.N. building. Now, I'm not in favor of that because the area invites protesters from around the world, although I can't imagine anyone would be opposed to pedestrians except impatient cabbies and Uber drivers. By the way, I hope there is never a great stone monument dedicated to an impatient Uber driver. Cabbies, yes, because of their historic contribution to the cityscape. And I think it would be fun to be in Times Square and see a giant stone taxi cab five stories high with a cabbie sticking its head out of the window yelling at someone. <laughs> I guess you could say I'm an enormous monuments kind of guy. And, Scotty, I'm a proud pedestrian. Well, Tommy, what you're proposing truly, to my knowledge, is unprecedented. Uh, no one has ever, that, to my knowledge, done a tribute, a statue, a sculpture, a monument to the pedestrian. And what are cities but pedestrians? And especially now, Tommy, in these days, the pedestrian is more important and vital than ever to keep a city vibrant, even with all the limitations. And uh, we are both proud pedestrians. You and I stroll the streets of New York, especially uh, our Irving Place, where we're the uh, self-appointed, co-elect, uh, unelected mayors of Irving Place. And that's a street we do go up and down and, and make turns. And you can go anywhere. No one is telling you, here, no, is, here Mr. Saunders, here's your uh, yep. walk plan for the day. Right. Can I just go? No, no, no. Shut up. And just walk where we tell you. It, it never happens that way. That doesn't happen. Yeah. That, I mean, and this is one of the things that I'm most proud of about this podcast is that we uh, uh, create scenarios that never happen so we can feel relieved. And that's yes. one of the most uh, corrosive, I would say, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, possibilities if uh, that, or I would say alternate realities. The, the, a world where just as pilots have to fly, file flight plans, pedestrians would have to file walk plans and have them improved by the city bureaucracy. <laughs> so think of how long that would take. Oh, wow. You submit it even online. And, and I'm sure the website would be a nightmare to, to, oh, to crash. Use. Yeah, And it would crash all the time of all these pedestrians. But even just when it's working functionally well, you know, you'd have to go and OK, you'd have to identify yourself, where you're located, where you're planning to go, what your route is so that they can tell you if they approve the route or not. And 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 then and then you submit it. And this is online because the paperwork would be oh, even and, more. Onerous. Forget the in-person thing. And they wouldn't necessarily even allow you to walk to the <laughs> place unless that's approved. But, you know, Tommy, talk about, I mean, I'm just wiping my brow with relief. I just returned <laughs> moments ago before we began uh, yeah. from a wonderful walk across a part of Central Park. You know, when you say I'm going across the park, there are yeah. so many entrances and places. I went up to 95th and 97th. I saw the old, the Riverside, the tennis courts on 97th and so oh. many wonderful things, the reservoir. Um, but I was thinking, what if this nightmarish world that thankfully isn't going to happen. Yeah. I wouldn't be able, I would have to get up at five in the morning if I wanted to <laughs> stroll through Central Park. And even then I'd be, oh, I didn't get the park again. Jeez. I got to go to <laughs> 23rd Street. Exactly. You'd, you'd, be, you'd fill out yeah. your itinerary, then realize 
oh, oh, I, I really wanted to turn right down that other street because, look, there's a sale down there. No, you no. couldn't do that, Scotty. No. You would have to then resubmit it and, and, and request a change, which wouldn't necessarily be forthcoming. No. Uh, uh, either. And, it, and forget about weekends. Oh, forget. yeah. No, the, the routes oh, get taken. It, yes. Yeah. Forget uh, approved. They're just, you can go, listen, if you want to walk to Central Park, you should have thought of that two weeks ago when the routes open up. Then you have to jump in. What what's left? Uh, a couple of streets in Queens that are still open. Uh, there's not much. A couple of houses. It's not. You know, it's okay. But and wow, well, Tommy, I can I laugh about it now because yeah. it still hasn't happened. Yeah. Wow, but you're right. Now I'm mopping my brow, Scotty, with relief. That, well, that... and again, that's the gene is what we do, which is more power to say thing, put it out there, and and yeah. uh, but also to realize the fragility of our power, Tommy. It's a great power, but. Another, you know, uh, yeah. it's very fragile and we need to uh, hold on to that. But it's magical. Defended. It yeah. constantly be defended, Scotty, and, and, yeah. and with words and deeds. But uh, uh, but you're so right, though, in the current in our uh, in the, the according to the current laws, uh, as laid down by our founding fathers, we are kings of the sidewalk. We are never more powerful than when we are walking in this when than when we are walking. I mean, you said it so well, and I, I, I hope somebody's chiseling right now uh, i wouldn't wait on that one get to work on it Ch you know chisel those words and big big huge boldoni bold <laughs> font yeah. right uh i uh, uh, will talk about the fonts later yeah yeah That's maybe a, a serif issue. just for the carving usually a serif might be a little more uh, uh i mean a sans serif uh, uh jump at it, it would be easier it, yeah it, but faster if, if, if but, speed is yeah, Bedoni is elegant, and, and I love it. It was the CBS uh, logo. Yeah. One oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's not a bad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But but that's up to you, Scotty. I think. Oh yeah. That should, be, to, that should be left to the person who came up with who yes. created the words themselves. Well, it could be the new game show. Choose your font. Yes, <laughs> it's the game show that lets you choose the font you want for anything else you have in your life. <laughs> and it was right. It sounded like it was from the fifties, like nineteen fifty-three. Uh, the, the first prize, a fabulous new font. <laughs> you go home with a new font. So it's all about fonts. Um, so, Scotty, uh, the, um, yeah, I mean, obviously that's an issue that has to be figured out before somebody can chisel. So I, I do have to walk back my uh, importune, is that the right word? My pleading uh, that somebody get to work on chiseling those words. Uh, that you spoke uh, on this podcast. I mean, this historic podcast where 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 uh, really you you said it. Um, Scotty, well, well, you and you, uh, you uh, walking is the most yeah. powerful thing we can do, and it really is. You have total control. You're so right, Scott. Yeah, exactly. And, and you can do. Of course, we can tip our cap to the Monty Python Ministry of Silly Walks. But indeed, you could walk any way you want. You can you can just stop. No one is going to stop. Goes, excuse me, sir. Why did you stop? Uh, you know, you don't like when people do it walking up the subway steps, maybe. No. But but uh, but it's, it, it was incredible power. When I walked out today, I could go anywhere within the bounds of uh, walking. And it literally, Tommy, it is putting one leg forward and moving forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In any direction. Is there anything more uh, uh, progressive, really, than putting one foot in front of the other and you're progressing, you're moving yeah. forward. You, yeah. It's the most fundamental activity you can, and to take it away, to make, to, to uh, imagine a city bureaucracy controlling which 
which sidewalk we and whether we stop and where we go and yeah i mean that uh, 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 just and I'm so bad at even just doing my taxes, but to have to <laughs> fill yeah. out uh, a, a walking form every day that that is something. Oh we yeah, must, we must well, rise up the, against. And the freedom is what, what you doing? <laughs> Going out for my walk instead yeah. of what you doing? Well, I got I'm putting in for this walk two weeks from now because <laughs> all the good walks are taken. I'm not leaving my house now for another two weeks. And and yeah, it's crazy now. Oh, this season. Yeah, you got to put in early. And, yeah. I mean, uh, but Tommy, um, the one thing that, uh, yeah. No, I mean, that's the way you put it. It was just, yeah. it's sort of like life under communism. You know, one of those <laughs> movies in the 1950s. Yeah, yeah. Say, say John, uh, you know, and they, they had it. Well, ever since the Bureau, they have some name, you know, the yeah. authority uh, is making us. Yeah, well, that would be, uh, although in Europe, you know, um, they had a very strict lockdown and they, they're having partial ones now and they actually were in some of those you actually had to have a note where you were going and they allowed you to walk but in a very narrow uh area which that would have been uh so that's exactly what we're talking about uh, well at least it was for a good reason and at least right it was for the pandemic yeah and europe has uh beat it back more quickly than we have and, and and controlled it better uh i would if you china i think probably they did it the best, but I think they actually you were barricaded and masking taped into your apartment. So I don't think yeah. there was any walking. That's an extreme case. We it's an extreme case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're opposed to masking tape. Well, masking yeah. tape, surprisingly, though, if that's what they used, that's actually one of the easiest tape to break. <laughs> masking tape right. is just fairly thin tape that's used at, for by painters to keep paint from going to, you know, in certain areas they don't want to paint. So it's not, it's actually one of the easiest tapes to uh, break out of. So well, that was, an, and actually a lot of people found that out and yeah. the government suppressed it for a while. You know, they didn't want that to get out that they use masking tape, be embarrassing. It, it's but, embarrassing. It's a yeah. bad move and it just shows how centralized bureaucracies can get it wrong. If you're going to take <laughs> people into their apartments, use apartment tape. You know, that's yeah, well, tape. you know, masking, yeah. No, apartment that would be tape yes. is specifically oh. designed to keep people inside their apartments. Exactly. Well, you know what it is. You send somebody over, go to the Home Depot, pick up some <laughs> tape, and you go, and they didn't quite get it. No, and they, they go, oh, it's all the same, right? Right. And you pick up masking tape, then you get back to the guy, what did you get masking? I told you to get <laughs> apartment tape that seals yeah. people in. So yeah. I, I didn't know. I thought it's all the same. How yeah. many times has that happened? Yeah, you know, many, many, many times, Scotty. Yeah. Many, yeah. many times. So, we're yeah i mean so we're i think opposed to centralized bureaucracies taping people inside their apartments yeah yeah and and telling them which route to walk on uh, when they just want to go out for a for, a, for a, you know for a happy jaunt a the truth jaunt. is though scotty you really have changed my my viewpoint about the absolute luxury of a sidewalk. Now, I've lived in areas that don't have sidewalks. Oh, yes, yes. Now, that is kind of like that world, the grim world that you're describing where where you have to put in for your, uh, you know, for, uh, an approval of a walk route. You don't even have that option when there's no sidewalk. <laughs> no, and I've experienced that when I visited certain locales. And it's also, that's them, them saying, putting their big boot down, saying, you can't walk here, or if you do, you must walk amongst the cars. Yes. And which I have done. And uh, there was a route when I was on Martha's Vineyard every year and I would stay at the youth hostel. Actually, well, it's not really a youth hostel. They call it youth hostels, mostly people uh, our age. But and I'd always had to make 
my route was very lovely, but at one point I had to make this turn, no sidewalk and cars were coming and I kind of had to just brush up against the trees. And it was always very unnerving going, you know, I made it through another time. So yeah. a sidewalk is, as you say, Tommy, pure luxury. It's a dedicated pathway yeah. for you, the pedestrian. Yes. Uh, and it's miraculous. It is miraculous. And, and, I, and I'm not kidding. When I, I lived in a very kind of a nice, supposedly nice area, uh, town called Flint Ridge, and also yeah. in Pasadena where we had lived before, no yeah. sidewalks, mm. right? Just none. It was just, they just didn't have sidewalks. They just, you know, it was too... I guess they thought it was too rural or something. I don't know why they didn't, because it wasn't very rural. And yeah, I don't understand the idea of when they don't yeah. have sidewalks and when they do. But yeah. when, when we were looking for a place to move and I saw a place with sidewalks in Pasadena, it thrilled me. And I remember thinking that made and I'm told I, and I and, and, and when we finally did move, I made sure it was a place, Scotty, that had sidewalks. These uh, the uh, the highways of the feet, Scotty. Here's an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, an interesting coda to this whole thing. In our area, this being the Pacific Palisades of California, uh, the ground is is restless, shall we say? Mm. Uh, I call it the restless earth, and it moves from time to time. Yes. Not in just big during earthquakes, but just it just you know subtly moves and uh that sidewalks have a tendency to crumble mm. beneath your feet i mean and and, and they're, they're just you'll see sidewalks in my neighborhood that are just sort of they, that look like they're they've um a post-apocalyptic sidewalks that are just crumb cracked and and parts of it are sort of slanted upwards and you yeah. can easily uh trip over them so the results got it you'll see um uh nannies pushing baby carriages in the street, Scotty, with uh, trucks, UPS trucks roaring by. Uh, I ask you, Scotty, is that not a cause for pedestrianic uh, um, rising up? Well, I hope you're pleased being heard by your local representatives. For surely that's something that should be remedied immediately to have smooth. I mean, uh, pe people deserve smooth sidewalks to whisk them to their destination with ease and never have to venture into the foreboding uh, roadways, yes. large Packard motor cars roaring <laughs> by, and uh, no, and and the bicyclists too. Cyclists sometimes they'll zoom by the sidewalk. No, you got to go on whatever bike path there is. Yeah, uh, you know, bicyclists are not supposed to be on the sidewalk, and they no. don't. They don't always know this. No, they don't. And uh, now it's very interesting. I mean, in Amsterdam, where I've had the privilege of spending some yes. time, love to go back. They have a marvel. They have many, many cyclists, and there they have dedicated large bike paths that are right next to the pedestrian sidewalk and i learned my first night there the difference because i really didn't know and i had somehow wandered onto the bike path and a six foot one blonde very tall <laughs> woman uh, that said you idiot get out of the way and i go oh okay the bike path sorry i didn't know right and I learned but idiot in in dutch means something different than than in i think English. it means lord and master or something <laughs> you know and it was a very it was a high compliment idiot. and it means <laughs> fellow great person yeah uh, lord and master yes yeah i mean fellow is better yeah i don't because uh, we're not yes i'm not the master of anyone and no. uh i could be the lord maybe but no not you master. could be the lord yeah yeah but master but that's no. still open yeah master of, no we don't say no that. we don't say that anymore no. we think of a master what was like, the one master get a key. master's degree does that i hope you that can still say that and and a master key 
I think that, yeah. you know, it's still applicable. Uh, and a master tape, right? The uh, the master. Yeah, that's a common yeah. you know, the, film term. The masters, and the, the golf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, actually, that that word has been criticized. Uh, I yeah. Heard it yeah. Criticized. So uh, we may be, you know, this may be one of the last podcasts. To do, <laughs> even well, what will happen is uh, the word will be excised in future centuries. Yeah. You'll go back. Oh, let's listen to this from 2020 because <laughs> they said masters. It was so hilarious. And then they turned to it. Where was it? I, I know he said it. He was talking about a woman on a bike and yeah. ardent master. It was so funny, and but it's taken out. It's been excised, excised yep. by the authorities because and because some people felt unsafe when they heard it. So yes. As she, I, I felt unsafe. Somebody yeah. biking, but that was a different. Uh, that was a very different thing. But so, anyway, I learned from that, <laughs> and that's what you do. You learn. And, but so so bro. a towering Dutch woman, blonde woman. It sounded like she was flirting with you, quite frankly. Well, I, I, I well, I, on the one hand, I hope that was true, and on the other hand, I hope it wasn't true. Why do I hope Why? it's not true? Because then I would have blown an opportunity. Oh God forbid! This, I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Then you yeah. would be cursing yourself for the rest of your life. <laughs> Why didn't I stop this way? The way I've guess learned to live with it, Tommy, is to assume that when you said you idiot was a negative thing, and she had no interest in me. That's what I've told myself over these years. Yeah. Yeah, and, no, that that's yeah. that that's the irony. No, I, I, my guess, and again, this is speculative Dutch <laughs> language, uh, speculative linguistics, but my guess is that "idiot" is uh, a Dutch word that is very flattering and and somewhat uh, flirty. That's mm. my guess. And again, yeah. I, 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 the great thing about being a speculative linguist is you don't have to go through the agony of learning a foreign language <laughs> or any schooling at all or any schooling at all yeah and that's to learn chomsky that's a big plus of being oh. a, a uh, speculative uh, linguist but in my view from my easy chair uh, yeah. actually I, i'm sitting quite frankly on an easy sofa easy <laughs> it would be great if everything lazy lazy so lazy boy now lazy. you do have a an, an eames chair you have the eames lounge chair I do. and i like uh, tommy i may say just as a little aside i've been immersed in eames the last 24 hours uh i own well uh, you know one of the some of the furniture i brought from the house in brooklyn um mm -hmm. my grandparents had this wonderful circular white table that i've taken with me and i have it and there were four fiberglass side shell chairs and i've looked and I don't think they're Eames chairs because they're lacking certain identification. But talking about regrets, I let two. I didn't take two with me because they were broken. I thought, oh, the expense. Yeah. And now I'm faced with the fear that, you know, Tommy, someone says those chairs are worth and then da, da, da. And then yeah. I've thrown them away. So I'm hoping that they're not authentic because then I wouldn't have thrown something of great value away. But I still have two left and I will bring them in to see. If they are Eames, but either way, they're fine chairs. And um, right, well, if I may, Scotty, yeah. that you just this is so amazing. We've wandered into a, a realm that I think psychologists would <laughs> find uh, uh, both baffling and, and thrilling at the same time. Because what you just described was uh, uh, the, the, the whole thing of hoping that the, the chairs that you left behind were not authentic Eames chairs yeah. is identical to the hope that this, that this six foot two blonde woman who <laughs> called you an idiot was in fact not flirting with you. And that <laughs> idiot means idiot. 
So in both cases, you're hoping for something bad to have happened in the past. What is that called? There should be a word for that. Well, or or something, uh, no, I think something not to regret. It wasn't necessarily right. bad. It's, the, it's, it's hoping to not regret something, right? Yeah, but there's more, no word for that. We don't, yeah. we, don't, we, don't, we don't have a, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, je ne regret pas. I don't know if that's even uh, what language, but. Uh, well, that's French. And that's French, yeah. Uh, uh, no, that's a great point. Uh, it's Again, it's not wishing that bad things will happen. But yet, as you say, it's trying to avoid regret, even or, if it means painting a picture that ultimately isn't the best scenario, but you don't didn't want the best scenario. No, you don't want. In retrospect, you hope it, things were were it, the bad uh, possibility. You know, you in, it, it's retrospective wishing for a bad not outcome or not, or a not as um, positive, maybe a more negative. Yeah, in, in other words, obviously, if uh, the woman had said it was a flirting term in Dutch, and I guessed that, and I had responded. And we went off together on her bike. And you were currently married uh, to her. I, I'm currently married to her. So that would be the whole different story. And right. I'd be saying, thankfully, yeah. I knew that it was an idiot. It was idiot, which meant not master. We don't say that anymore, but just someone who she looked up to. Yeah. So then I was telling the story and thankful. A, a, now, a, a courageous yeah. man. Probably idiot means, and again, this is, this is where speculative uh, linguists, you know, the, you know, they earn their stripes, uh, because I, th- I would say pro- probably idiot means courageous man, because you are courageous for stepping into the bike zone. Exactly. No, that's a, that sounds I think that's probably exactly what it is. And she was saying that as opposed to some women or men who would say, get out of my way. She loved that, that I yeah. wasn't held back by those those yeah. barriers, invisible barriers of bike paths. And Tommy, and the other thing with the Eames, there's a great point. Had I been had enough foresight, it would have said, well, let me take them with me. They're damaged, but the mover could just stack them and, and then yeah. I'll see when I get my place. I didn't. So <laughs> so if then I get a letter from somewhere, oh, you dropped these chairs off on the street and we later found them out to be valuable Eames chairs, I'd be racked with regret. So Rack. what Rack. I hope is, oh, they were just replicas at the time and really weren't worth anything. Scotty, I, I, I totally get your, your point here because... Um, I'm going to say something that will make me sound like the the, the uh, famed, although not fully really even ever talked about, Will Rogers, uh, and and say that the only times I've ever regretted is the time I've wasted regretting. <laughs> now, Will Rogers never said that I came up with it, but I fear that some that people are just going to assume that Will Rogers said that. What do I do? It's it's more Will Rogers than even some of the things Will Rogers has said. I mean, that's the thing. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. So yeah, now he, wished, he would have wished he had said that. Yeah. So now you also have this dilemma. We're coming up with yeah. these wonderful dilemmas. You've come up with an incredible thing that I really believe Will Rogers maybe said but never told anyone. He said it privately. So basically, he still gets credit for well, what I came thing. up with. So now that's do you wish maybe that you didn't say it now so he, he wouldn't get the credit? Or it's interesting because yeah, it's such a, a public one. service right now. Uh, it, 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 you know, I almost regret. Here's the irony. I almost regret coming up with this, the saying about the only thing I regret or the, is the time I've wasted regretting. I mean, I, I, I just... You know, that's the uh, the thing. I could I could be the modern Will Rogers, but that's the only Will Rogersism I've ever come up with. And you may not get credit for because people and have I to go, 
oh yeah, of course that's Will Rogers. And then you go, no, 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 I said it. And they go, oh, right. Come on. It's so Will Rogers. Come on. Yeah. And so yep. you're, you're plagued by being so accurate. You could have been Will Rogers, you know, showrunner. Writer. I could be the head writer. Head writer, obviously. A ghost writer. Yeah. And maybe when that's another area we have to get into another time, Tommy, how do we know he said all those things? Yeah, we, we don't know. And yeah. also what, who, you know, like, what is it like? I never met a man I didn't like. Like what kind of, I guess he only met great people or maybe he's just not, you know. Didn't really get out of much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit naive maybe, but a lot of people don't even know who Will Rogers is. And, Sadly, um, he was a literally the, probably the biggest, not wasn't really a comedian, but a humorist of, of all time. I mean, he was, just the comedian of the United States and, yeah. and did America's America's the idea of a humorist. Yeah. And, 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 and they would, he would be in the Ziegfeld follies and, and, and he would be on Broadway and he would do rope tricks while he would say. <laughs> things. Yeah. And, Will Rogers follies a, was a Broadway musical that recounted that whole story. And he was, I, now the only reason I know him and many of our listeners might know they don't do this anymore, but in motion picture theaters around a certain time, they would open, turn the lights on. Yeah. And, and there would be an announcement. Hello, some, you know, actor and uh, the Will Rogers Hospital does this. And they turn the lights on and the matrons, <laughs> I remember, would come down with like those things Buckets. to put coins in. To put uh, coins in. Yeah. Or sometimes the back of the theater, I guess you could mm -hmm. do it. Uh, and I hated it when that happened. Yeah, because I just felt just coming to see the movie and, yeah. you know, I paid for the movie and it's a good cause. But can I do I it? Yeah, it's or, a good cause. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what people know uh, of Will Rogers. He's this guy who invented a way to make movies less enjoyable, <laughs> and just have you pay. And it was and it was a hospital, so it wasn't funny or, or no. happy. You know, it was a good yeah. Point. And it wasn't a hospital you were going to be able to use either, unless you're an actor, right? right? So it's not a hospital for moviegoers. You know, they don't say that. By the way, please do not come to the hospital that you've donated to because it's only for. <laughs> aging actors they don't ever say that they should say it on the set really and then make people pay who are in the movie yeah like the grand actors go they we're pausing this movie now they'd walk on the set and going here's for the little rogers fund they stop and they oh here's a quarter and, and then they keep <laughs> then they continue with the scene that would be yeah uh, the target audience but uh yeah but it, will rogers should be known by more people and and uh for all that he uh he did. Oh, wait, oh, wait, let me see if I understood you just now. So yes. what you were saying is that, well, by the way, I'm not sure that Will Rogers, I'm not <laughs> sure I totally agree that Will, I think we're doing very okay without knowing anything about <laughs> Will Rogers. Uh, but but I, I think that the, uh, but, but uh, so what you're saying is, what, what if they just stop the movie? And Well, yeah, and you've made the good point that the Will Rogers Hospital is, for, I believe, is, is a home for uh, older actors. Uh, and there, you, when you see an average person going to the thing, it's not a screening of actors or anything like that. So instead of hitting up the people in the audience uh, before the movie, in the movie itself, every movie should have a spot where whatever's going on, someone walks on. And I'm right. sorry to interrupt this love scene, but uh, the Will Rogers Hospital has served people and goes on this deal. <laughs> And all the people stop what they're yeah. doing and they reach. And in. we watch them and, 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 and we can know that they're good people. Yeah. My only caveat is yeah. that it, it can't go on too long or it takes you out of the story. Oh, yeah. that no, that is. No. Uh, yeah. That's, that's my that would be my only caveat. Otherwise, I think that makes a lot more sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. And but, they, but they, but sure. just they have to hurry. People cannot just reach into their pocket and take out, you know, like fumble for their credit card. They got to 
the actors have to just pay up right yeah, away. Yeah, there'll be a little bit of sort of unreality there where they, they have it in their hand already, whatever's going on. Yeah, there and you that, go. that's it. You know, yeah. say, there you go, and they throw in a coin. Thank you. So really, yeah, it's got to be in and, then and you're out. Back, and then the movie resumes the, the, the story as if nothing ever happened. Exactly. You just continue on. and Okay. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That actually I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. Good point. It has to move quickly because, you know. I think so. Yeah, I think it, it would have to be, you know. Yeah. And it's a scene that's not, you know, you don't want it the last scene in Casablanca at the airport, right, you know, here's looking at you, kid, right before that to come out and go. Uh, <laughs> the Will Rogers Foundation <laughs> has served aging actors for several years, for, for many decades. With your, with your help, we have provided homes for people who are de otherwise destitute and have no other place to go. And then you go through that, you sit through that. Yeah. It's like a commercial, I guess. Yeah, and Bogart and, and Bergman, they're just standing here and whoever the people there, they're not, and they can't mock it. They're not rolling no. their eyes. They just no. kind of pause and they, have a coin or whatever and then and then they get back to it so some people say that would take away from the movie again i think yeah. if it's done right and quickly if it's done right yeah yeah it's done quickly and maybe if the people could stay in character well you know if, if let's say uh, somebody's playing a pirate oh shiver me timbers let me reach let me let me get my me credit card out <laughs> you know as long as they stay in character yeah i think that would be better yeah yeah keep it that way and uh but they're paying for it and not the people in the audience who don't get to use this, the, uh, who don't get to, to benefit from the Will Rogers. Exactly. I mean, we, we wish it well, obviously. And uh, but. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't resent it. Yeah. But, but why should we have to pay for a hospital we'll never, ever be able to. Just, and, and I think it adds to each film. Many films would benefit by it, you know, uh, that interruption. And, and you could do it in an artful way. It doesn't have to just be a standard way. The director would have carte blanche on how to introduce it into the scene. I think that would be... Uh, uh, well, it's a heck of a lot. Here's what it beats, Scotty. Yeah. It beats being in an ambulance, you know, being uh, uh, having uh, having been in a, a, God forbid, a car accident or some sort of a, 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 an injury, being raced off to the Will Rogers Hospital and 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 then they and then they ask, are 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 you okay? You know, they quickly ask, how do you feel? Okay, are you an aging actor? No, but I I contributed to the Will Rogers Fund and at several films. I'm sorry, no, you you'll just have to find another hospital. But where? I don't. That's not our problem. We're only for aging actors. That's what I don't want. I yeah, no, want. no, and I think that I'm sure they're very open to that. And well, I you know I just feel like your way is better. Let's let's have the actors pay up. Because it, it instills the false sense on the part of the average moviegoer that they will be able to participate in the Will Rogers Hospital, and I and I'm opposed to that. And, and having and as before we go, but having said, if there's a hospital that all can attend, then surely we can ask people in the theaters then to 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 do right. if all. But can this attend. in no way this will not affect. Uh, hope hopefully, see that's the other thing. I uh, I don't want you know, collecting the Will Roger, you know, all these different foundations compete against each other. I don't want it to drain money away from a fund to build an enormous uh, uh, monument to pedestrians. Oh, that, yes. Well, that's the thing I'm most concerned. Well, about. and I think that uh, going forward, there should be the lights should come up and there should be fanfare for the common man would come on and you talk about the pedestrian because your tribute, Tommy, I think uh, as we close, what a the first person to propose this Truly, we must honor the pedestrian, yeah. which is the bedrock of every city That's anywhere right. in the world. 
And uh, with your and help I, and with your guidance, that day will come. Yeah, the, uh, Scotty, and, and, and I, I look forward to, to seeing your words chiseled in Bodoni Bold. Well, yes, uh, walking. It's the most powerful thing we can do, walking. Oh On that note, Scotty, I, I absolutely, <laughs> stalwartly remain Tom Saunders. And I am respectfully yours and sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this.